Welcome to Between Heaven and Earth, an internet radio talk show where we help you connect spirit and divine guidance. Lisa Kay, your host, brings you shows that can enhance and transform your life with tips and new ideas for more happiness, abundance, and better relationships. Lisa is an expert on intuition and can show you how to strengthen your inner guidance to empower yourself. Each show is positive and uplifting to inspire your day. Her guest speakers are specialists on self-help, positive thinking, spirituality, and conscious living. Be the best that you can be with Between Heaven and Earth, conscious living for your soul. And angel blessings to everyone. Hi out there. I am Lisa Kay, and I am back. We are here broadcasting our show Between Heaven and Earth radio, and we're here every week, almost every week. We try to be here every week. And um, as I was saying earlier to my Facebook fan, we've been here for um, almost 10 years, actually, which is really quite amazing. Um, and we've got a lot of shows out there. And you can go see them and, or listen to them, if you'd like, on uh, my website at lmk88.com. So that's lmk88.com in case you've missed any of them. But we always try to bring you some guests and also some topics on things that can help you in your everyday life. And one of the things we're going to talk about today is happiness. And um, everybody wants to be happier in life. How do you be happy in life? I wanted to be happier. I I think that was what I strive for ever since I was young. I mean, isn't that kind of the goal? You want to be a happier person in general. And um, when we start out as children or young adults, you know, we find that right away material things are the things we want. We wanted that new toy. We want something for a birthday, for a Christmas. Um, But those things are ephemeral and they don't last. And then when we get older, we find that intangible things bring us maybe a deeper happiness. So maybe a really good time with your friends, a good laugh, or maybe you visit an amazing place that gives you a very strong feeling of peace and contentment. But that's fleeting. It doesn't last. So how can we be happy in life? Well, today I'm going to go over four things you can do to help you be happier in life. And also, we're out there on Facebook, so Facebook Live, and um, I have a few people out there I was like saying hi, so I want to say hello. Oh, Tom's joined us, Houston, and Nada, it's nice to have you out there. Um, and anybody else, if you'd like to um, chime in or, or post a comment or give us a thumbs up, that'd be great, And so I know you're out there. Uh, and I will try to answer questions if you have them. That's the wonderful thing about being live is that I can interact with you. And um, and so we're going to start our show. So, again, it's all about happiness. You know, what do you do? What do you do to make your life happier? What are the things that you do to... I mean, I, I assume we're all striving to be happy. So um, let's talk a little bit about, you know, what the scientists or the people who are supposed to be experts in giving us a happy life, what, what, what do they do? So, you know, psychologists, by their trade, study the process of how we think, and through that, their work, uh, they help other people have happier lives, right? That's their job, I assume, and help them get through their blocks, get through their problems, and, and live that happier life. 
And so you'd expect them to have the answers to happiness. But, you know, it's interesting. It's not always the case. And uh, I found this fascinating. And I actually interviewed a bunch of psychotherapists uh, on briefly on happiness. And those people who are, you know, seeking happiness for themselves. And some of them found, some of these psychotherapists found that the traditional therapy method sort of fell short for them. And I found that fascinating. And some of them, you know, were looking, who were looking for happiness actually turned to spirituality, uh, which seemed to give them alternative solutions that worked. So there was one clinical psychologist uh, who I spoke to, and she came to spirituality after she had lost her son, and she was seeking a a way to deal with that grief. And she said she tried psychotherapy um, herself, but it didn't help. And so then she turned to the traditional roots of her family's religion, um, and then she didn't find that that did much for her either in terms of bringing her happiness So she felt she needed something more, and she started to look at some of the Eastern practices like yoga and Buddhism and Qigong, and through those spiritual practices, she began to find what she was looking for, which I found really interesting. But even even though she was finding some keys to happiness, she said she's still seeking and learning. So I think she found a little bit more of that, uh, the features of spirituality that give you that calmness and happiness, and perhaps it's a belief in something beyond you, something more. And when we're seeking and we're trying to get more depth in life, it, it helps us build the life tools that we need for things that could come up next, things that um, might be the un unexpected or the things that we might be afraid of and so that we can be happier and more fulfilled. Now, in some cases, it it prepares us for what comes to us uh, and whether it's good or bad. And maybe that's why people seek more spirituality. That's why I sought spirituality because I I wanted to believe in something beyond me. I wanted to know that something was out there taking care of me or that I could work with to um, help Keep me supported. Keep me resilient. Uh, give me some something that I knew would be there to help me go through whatever it is in life. You know, and that that is, I think that's one of the key things uh, about spirituality. And when you know that you've got that, then geez, you know, life can be better. So now another psychotherapist who I spoke to during this interview had, I asked them about questions on spirituality, and and thanks for the thumbs up. Um, Maybe you're seeking spirituality as well to help you with your life and and helping you be happy. So, you know, this is number one. We're going through four. Um, and, And this particular person was also seeking more personal happiness through uh, some spiritual practices at the same time, trying to make it fit in her views from the psychoanalytical world. And um, she had, was having some interesting issues. I think she had to kind of put things together so they matched and fit for her. So she asked me, do you believe that life is just suffering like the Buddhists do? And um, I don't believe that 
the Buddhists feel that life is just suffering or that, you know, basically uh, life is all suffering, it's a bummer, and then, and then you, you know, and then you pass. Um, but rather that life has its ups and downs and that we can't avoid. And those downs feel like suffering. And so as a result, we, we need to find a way to move through life with more ease with those ups and downs. I think it's more about um, accepting it. And, you know, it's interesting. I always wondered about how people, uh, particularly, you know, those who are saints or, or monks and how they are able to go through life with those ups and downs, and they're still even, they're still okay. And, you know, I think it's um, a way of managing. Spirituality gives you a way of managing your mind and managing your um, attitude towards things so that you are a little more more even, and it's not, and, and it helps you get through things. So, um, so that's one way to look at it. Now, another person who I spoke to uh, took the view that life, is always going to have its ups and downs. And so then seeking happiness is futile because there are always going to be these cycles of up and down. And she, and I, I thought that, gee, that, that's kind of depressing. Um, and her view is that uh, we want to, we want our moods to maintain this average level of contentment and not to go too far down but then I said, you know, I thought, well, why does that average have to be fixed? And why can't that average of level of happiness move upward? So if you have, you know, you're going up and down, and then uh, you can move that average, you know, a little higher. So that, yeah, go, you still go down, but you don't go as deep, and that your happiness can increase. Our moods are, you know, they fluctuate. Everybody knows that. But um, while we can prevent our average state of mind um, so it doesn't slip too far down. We can also move it up and be happier overall. And that's going to translate into more moments of happiness. It's a way to attain more happiness little by little. And I really believe that my life, that has gotten happier and happier over, you know, the, the five or more decades that I've been around and, and I think that my life has gotten better because of that. You know, we still have our disappointments. We still have the things that are um, make us sad. But then we have the things that make us happy, and we can recognize that. And we can also, I think, allow ourselves to enjoy our happy moments even more because we know that those, those things that are not making us happy are going to go away. Uh, you know, we do things, we go through the cycles, and... When we focus more on the things we want, which I believe is sort of the law of attraction, you're going to have more of that um, in your life. You're going to you're going to imbibe in it. You're going to you're going to focus more on the good things and not so much on the bad things, and that's going to lift your feeling and being happier. So there's a book called The Happiness Project, um, and uh, and oh, actually, I got a. I have a question out there. Does into? I'll get back to this this happiness project. But um, does intuition fluctuate as a question? Um, does yeah, you know, like everything, intuition I think is always there. It does fluctuate, but it's more in terms of what your moods, in terms of how you're focusing on things, and and that's going to um, whether you're able to pick up your intuition. 
So your intuition is always there. It's a great way to help you be happier because if you know you can rely on your intuition, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment, um, then you're, you're going to feel a little more comforted that it's, that it's more solidly there. But you can develop it so that uh, it doesn't fluctuate so much because you're not fluctuating in understanding how it comes to you. Your, your skill is stronger, it's better in your intuition, and therefore you can rely on it more. And Houston asks, how do you get past fear and following your passion? Oh, you know, um, a lot of fear, Houston, I think what, where that comes from in following your passion, and you correct me if, you're, if I'm wrong, but I think what we feel is we feel, oh, I can't, I, who am I to follow my passion? Who am I to say that I'm that good? Or why should I even deserve to follow my passion? And, there, and therefore, if that's the case, then I'm not going to be able to attain it. And, and that, there's where the fear comes in. I think that's what people often think. Um, and maybe you can elaborate a little bit more on where your fear comes from. But that, that's, that becomes our, our attitude and the way we are looking at ourselves. And so... What I like to do is I like to look at life in a different way. I like to look at it as we have tremendous potential out there, um, that the universe wants us to succeed, and that something greater than us wants us to succeed. That's why we're here. We're here to express ourselves and and to express our inner desires and glory and passion, which is our soul's purpose. And if that's the case, then it should be that the universe is supporting us to be uh, to follow that passion, so that's where that spirituality comes in. That's where that belief beyond us comes into play, so that the fear is not so so. You know, we can put this fear aside. So yes, not as this is mind business. It is. It's all mind business. So here, let's go back to the happiness project. So in a, a book called The Happiness Project. Uh, the author describes her year quest to find happiness in her life. And when she did that, she realized, <laughs> because she was fo- focusing on what's making her happy or not, she, she discovered she was a, quote, underbuyer. Uh, not an overbuyer, but an underbuyer. And what that meant was that she always bought the least amount of whatever she needed, including toilet paper. Well, she thought, well, why buy a pack... W- why buy a pack of toilet paper when two rolls are enough? Well, as you can imagine, her frugal nature resulted in a bit of panic when she ran out of toilet paper. So her solution was to buy a larger amount, and then she didn't have to go to the store as frequently. I thought that was a funny story. Um, so less stress meant more happiness. So, you know, that kind of it's interesting. That goes back to what we were just talking about, about our thoughts, about our attitudes and um, of the way we approach life, you know, we we sometimes we put uh, constraints on ourselves and we cause our own unhappiness. And um, you know, and, I, and we've got some more, uh, and we we also have some more comments out there. And 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 it's and we are we're kind of sharing this how much we you know we kind of uh, our beliefs, our 
maybe our negative feelings, whether they're, um, you know, as, as Tom said here, jealousy and holding on to the past is really holding us back. And so that that's a really good point. Absolutely, Tom, and, and I agree. Um, so, and and I think, oh, Houston's actually, he, he's uh, responded by saying um, there is a belief uh, that he, let me just get, get take a moment, he's, Oh, so Houston, he is. So he feels he should be doing readings, and that um, he's there's a fear that he's going to interpret something wrong. Well, you know that is one. Actually, you know, in terms of doing uh, intuitive work and using your intuition and relying on it, and in this case, doing readings, um, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of fear. Uh, there is because you're afraid that you're going to get something wrong, and. One of the things to kind of push through that, and I think it is with fear in general, is that you have to just throw caution to the wind and sometimes and allow yourself to push through because certainly sometimes you might get things wrong, but you're going to find out it's not as bad as you think. And sometimes I found that when you think that you are getting information that's incorrect, it's oftentimes the, the most profound intuitive hits that you could Get. So Houston, just keep going and um, and you know throw it out there because you, you'll you're going to find that when you pass you get through your fear, especially when you're doing intuitive work, uh, you're actually going to make the breakthrough and you're going to get to be more and more accurate. So um, you get what you get and you don't get upset. That's uh, one of my ten key secrets with intuition. You're able to push through it and your 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 skill will grow much more quickly. And I think we could do this in life. You know. Uh, we hold ourselves back. Here, here, um, this woman who wrote this book. She had this frugality that helped her, that prevent her, prevented her from, um, geez, you know, you know, having enough toilet paper in the house. And there, that you know, why, why should we limit ourselves? The the limitations and the rules that we have that we go through life and uh, sometimes actually creates more of a problem for us and prevents us from enjoying ourselves and, and being happy. You know, maybe you could spend a few more cents on that uh, entree that maybe you'd really want, but you're a little concerned about the money. Once in a while, you know, be a little happier. Um, so, a little thing. Buying more toilet paper helped her, made her happy. So now the good news is that scientists, the scientific research has found that only 10% of our happiness is due to genetics. So what does that mean? You're not born unhappy and will stay that way for the rest of your life. And as much as 40% of your happiness is determined by your own choices and your own actions. And that also means what's going on in your head, what you choose to think about, what you choose to focus on. So this means that people who tend to be more downhearted or maybe they have a difficult life circumstance, you can actually be happier with some self-effort. And in fact, you can change your overall happiness level in general. Now, other studies have found that the happiest periods in people's lives in the decades of life actually happens to be in their 70s and their 80s. So that's a really great thing for all of us that who are younger than 70 and 80, um, that you can you're, you could look forward to more happiness as you get older. 
So that's that's a great thing. So what areas in life should we look to to find happiness? What are the things that we should seek? Well, probably the best place to start is with little things. There are many small things that are based in some everyday spirituality practices, such as remembering positive gratitude, being being ha- grateful for the little things that you have, or it might be changing an everyday habit, such as practicing seeing the good things, uh, the good in things, and the good in, in things that happen around you. Are, are you a, a sourpuss? Are you the kind of person who's always thinking about, you know, the, the negative of things? I mean, we've all seen people like that, um, always expecting the worst. And, um, in fact, uh, uh, my husband was just telling me a story about um, being on uh, the plane. He was taking a flight for work, and he was sitting next to a gentleman who was, who's got a very miserable life. All he could do is worry about... Um, whether, you know, I guess he was complaining about a, a lot of things, very unhappy, um, and and he, uh, he was uh, also very concerned. Apparently this person sitting next to him was very concerned about germs. So he had um, all kinds of things that he could spray in his nose, and then he had uh, hand sanitizer. And the hand sanitizer was very fragrant. It had a lot of perfume in it. Well, it turns out... Um, that my husband's very allergic to perfume, so he started sneezing. And this guy sitting next to him looked at him at a gas as, oh, now I'm sitting next to somebody, you know, who, who's sneezing. And so this gentleman turned to my husband and said, um, you know, if you're sick, you shouldn't be flying on this plane. And, and my husband turned to him and said, it's, it's the fragrance in, in your hand sanitizer. It's making me sneeze. I'm allergic to it. So, so what is your attitude in life? Is it that are you always looking for the negative? Are you always looking for the things that are, or are you looking for the things that are positive? Um, and that can change your life. It can change what you see in life. It, and there are little things you can do to get where you want to be, to uh, improve your life in general. Maybe you want to be more fit, um, fit and you want to be physically healthier. Well, you know, you don't have to. If you look at it negatively in that, oh, I have to get to the gym and I have to spend an hour and it's going to be so much time and energy and I have to go get change my clothes and then um, and I miss it again and and I'll do it tomorrow and then I then then you miss that because for whatever reason. Well, why don't you just park a little farther in the in the at the grocery store and walk a little more or take the stairs? You know that all these things accumulate and you're going to start to feel better and that's going to help you get healthier and happier. So little by little, little things that you can accumulate to raise your level of happiness will work for you. Okay, so let's talk about, I believe this is the third one. Um, Another thing you can do is you can let things go by. And so this is not letting go, which implies that we're letting go of something we want to keep. Uh, this is all about letting go of things that don't really bring us happiness and um, or things that do bring us happiness. And actually, my, my kitty cat has come here. <laughs> We're live. Um, and he, bring, he brings me lots of happiness. And um, so, so what do you want to keep? Letting the thing, and what do you not want to keep? Letting go of things that don't really bring you happiness, like, say, negative feelings or anger or sadness. And then being okay with letting it go. So, for example, 
you might be getting all angry and riled up over some political issue that came up on TV. And gee, don't we get a lot of that nowadays. Your side is right and they're wrong. Now, before you watch television, that issue hadn't even crossed your mind. Now you're angry. Now you're indignant. Wow, what, what's changed? Well, nothing's changed. It was just that someone or something made you aware of a situation that you dislike. And albeit it's intense, but okay. It's okay to feel the anger and indignation. But then you just let it go. Let, let it go by. Don't hang on to it. We tend to hang on to things. And then the more you hang on to it, the more it bothers you. The more it bothers you, the more feelings you have, the more thoughts you have. And then it just spirals you into bothering you all day and all night. And then you can't sleep. We don't need that, right? Let it go. So it might take a little while for those feelings to go. Um, but again, you know, just mulling over, it just makes you more angry. So you have to practice letting go. Let those moments go by faster. And the more often you think of doing this, the quicker the feeling is going to pass the next time and the less angry you're going to feel. You may find that you might be happier overall, that things don't bother you anymore. Don't let those other thoughts take you for a ride and drum up more of those bad feelings. Let it go by and you're going to find you're going to be happier. Now, the, the fourth thing is relying on your intuition. And we talked a little bit, a bit about this earlier. You know, your inner guidance can help you be happier because you're going to worry less. You won't feel like you have to control the world because you have that special magic that can give you insight into what's happening, what's going to happen next. You'll always have that dependable guidance with your strong intuition skill, which will help you decide the best choices to make, which will guide you out of a situation, which if you do get into a, a place of um, where you're not happy or where you're uh, in, in a situation you don't like, your intuition will help you figure out how to get out of it. And if you don't know what's going to happen next, you know your intuition is going to be there right by your side to steer you in the right direction. That's what I love about intuition. It calms you down. It lets you know that someone's got your back, that you're going to be okay. And that that's really why I love to develop intuition. And you can develop your own intuition. It, that's what's happened to me. I have actually... Part of why I'm happier is because my intuition is strong. I've developed it to the point where I can rely on it and I can make it happen when I want and on the things I need it for. And it becomes my warning system. It tells me when I need to look out for something or that don't go down that road or don't um, or go into this, talk to that person or um, this is what you need to do now. It's great. So that. That what else, that'll improve your happiness. So here are the things you can do. I'm going to summarize for you that you can do to make uh, to to have to be happier in life. So number one, find a belief in something bigger than you, something that you know that can help build your spirituality, so that you could feel like you have uh, something that that's got your back, or is that a belief that can help carry you through the things that happen in life? that can and, and uplift you. Two, know that you can increase your over, overall level of happiness 
in general and that as life goes on, you will be happier because science has shown that as you get older, you, you, you actually do get happier. And the more and more you work on being these little things that will increase your happiness little by little, the higher your overall level of happiness is going to become. So you want that average level to be higher. Right? So number three, let the things that make you angry or irritated just go by. Don't hang on to those feelings. Don't hang on to the feelings that you don't want. And all right, so I know I know you're asking, gosh, how do I do this? How do I let those things go? Well, one of the things you can do is you can distract yourself. When you start to get in that tizzy and you start to, I didn't talk about it earlier, but this is really, um, I know you're thinking this. How do I do that? Uh, I'm upset. And you can go, uh, go, go binge watch your favorite show. Um, go onto YouTube and find some really funny videos to look at. Uh, distract yourself. And you know what? The, the mind will actually get out of that, that cycle, and it works. So practice that. Practice letting go of the thoughts that you don't want to hold on to, the things that make you angry, that make you sad, that make you irritated. And number four, develop your intuition skill, because I know you can. So you can rely on your intuition to make the right decisions all the time, and then you'll worry less. Right, because you've got your intuition's got your back. You're always protected. You're always guided. You always know the best way to go. Intuition is phenomenal. It's magic, and it and that's why I know I'm calmer and I'm happier. So those are the things that you can do to be happier in life. I hope that's helped you. Um, and and that's it. Thank you for being out there on Facebook, and you know, watching for our live cast and those of you who are out on YouTube and those of you who are listening to the podcast on my uh, on my podcast app, Lisa K Radio. And if you're listening or watching anywhere else other than my website, you can go to my website at lmk88.com or lisakintuition.com. That works too, lmk88.com. And you can find out more about these shows, about the podcast, about the video, and the videos that I have and how to learn, how to develop your intuition. I've got some wonderful places where you can do that and, uh, and courses and classes and webinars. So, um, and an intuition circle, which we're going to do tomorrow night. Yay, we're going to get together and do that. So I'm Lisa Kay. You've been listening to Between Evan... Oh, You've been listening to Between Heaven and Earth Radio, Conscious Living for Your Soul. Angel blessings to everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening.